Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you as we continue to look at week two of the NFL slate and some key line movements that are worth exploring. The Ravens, they were three-and-a-half-point underdogs to the Bengals, but after Cincinnati's anemic offensive performance, now (laughs) it is Ravens plus three against Cincinnati. So it is something where it is a divisional foe. You lose the hook. Uh, after what happened uh, yesterday. But at the same time, Aaron, I I do wonder when it comes to context uh, how much people are not forgiving all of the conditions. Because you remember, yeah, you know, the passing attack just wasn't there for Joe Burrow, threw for less than 100 yards, but he also did have to wear a glove, and it was also raining. And so I wonder, like, when conditions aren't absolutely pristine, if that affects Burrow. And that may not be an issue uh, come Sunday when these two teams tangle. Yeah, this is one that I want to try not to overreact too much from what I saw in week one. It is disappointing. Joe Burrow gets this massive contract, and you would think, I would think, he's not the kind of guy who's going to go have a terrible performance a couple days later, and the Bengals just did not look good. I hope that this isn't um, a glimpse of what we're going to see from this Cincinnati team moving forward, so I'm not going to overreact. This is a game that I'm just going to monitor throughout the week and until I have a stronger opinion, anything could happen in these division type games. So three makes a lot of sense, but getting the Ravens at plus three and a half, which it is at some books Mm -hmm. is kind of intriguing to me (laughs) right now. Yeah. Yeah. Earlier when I looked, it was three. It looks like it's three and a half everywhere now. I really want to bet chase props because he's pissed they lost to some damn elves so mm-hmm. I think he has a history of beating up on this ravens defense though he does he's on a he's averages over 100 yards per game so it wouldn't surprise me if uh he's had a touchdown in the last couple matchups against them three and a half i don't think this is going to be available very long isn't this going to close three yeah. it should Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do have some questions, though, about this Ravens offense. And, okay. you, you know, first off, you hate the news that J.K. Dobbins uh, tore his Achilles. Oh. He's out for the season. Absolutely hate so that bad. for him. That, that really Me is a, a tough break. Uh, at the same time, you look at this passing attack that's supposed to be better under new offensive coordinator Todd Munkin. Jackson's average depth of target yesterday was 4.9 yards. That is oh, it. Oh, wow. He attempted six passes of greater than 10 air yards. Now, they were effective. He went five of six, 97 yards, passer rating of close to 120 on such passes. But it needs to be more. You need to have more of a vertical threat. And Zay Flowers look fantastic, guys. Our offensive yes. rookie of the year pick uh, was is more than live, more than okay here. But I need mm-hmm. to see more intermediate and deep throws for, for me to feel comfortable backing the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agree, agree with everything. And Burrow in a bounce-back spot, 82 yards yesterday. That's not <laughs> happening again. That's not happening. So 82. I understand why. Yeah, I, I get it. <laughs> These early season struggles. Props are higher. It's crazy. Mm, they, and Chase is going to be probably be higher, right? You would think, yeah. Right. Because if it's not, I'll be I'll be on that over. 
it's going to be a fun it's going to be a really fun matchup even though both offenses look so putrid yesterday i'm looking forward to to this week two one yeah and they and they both might flip a switch and then we may get a shootout that's also within the realm of possibilities and so yeah Mm -hmm. that one's going to be intriguing for Dolphins and Patriots, the last thing that I want to do, uh, Dolphins uh, were two-point favorites, now they're two-and-a-half-point favorites. The last thing I want to do is try and wait just to acquire information because when I get the info, everyone else gets it as well, and then the market becomes a little bit more efficient. So I may have to work a little bit when it comes to figuring out the status of some key Patriot wide receivers. I think that's going to matter a great deal as far as handicapping this contest. You will recall Mm -hmm. yesterday against the Eagles, Devontae Parker was inactive. Juju Smith-Schuster seemed to be out for a good bit of the second half. And like I mentioned before, there were a lot of rookies, Joe, who had to step up and play significant roles offensively. And they nearly completed the comeback against the defending NFC champions. And so is this something where the Patriots can do enough to keep a division game close? And is there potentially another teaser leg here? Right now, first impression, the answer is yes for me. Yeah, uh, teaser pats through the three, through the seven. That makes sense. One won, one lost. But both teams looked very impressive in Miami and New England. Always tough to go to Foxborough. Man, this is what a brutal spot for the Patriots to start the season. You got the Eagles, a game they could have won yesterday. Now you get the Dolphins, both at home. But yeah, I I understand why it's coming down. We're at two now at a lot of the sharper books. Books. It seems like everybody's moving to that. So where is this number going to close? Is it going to be like what we saw with Cincinnati and Cleveland? That number kept coming down, ended up closing at one. It wouldn't surprise me if that's where we close. Miami. Uh, minus one. This is going to be it's going to be an interesting one. And the home field spot in this matchup historically does mean a lot. The Patriots really struggle when they have to go down the South Beach, but mm, New yeah. England, tougher story. So different story. You're right about the health of the receivers, but after after that rough start, the Patriots were very impressive yesterday. They were, but I still think this Dolphins team is so much better. And as long as Tua is healthy, I still think that this is a spot for the Dolphins. And if it does go down to one, I'll like the Dolphins even more. Maybe I should wait. In terms of the weather, is it really that cold in Foxborough yet? I would think playing in Miami might be a little bit worse. Yeah, it's 74 there, 76 today, 77. So shouldn't be too bad um, in terms of weather. I like the Dolphins side here. Okay. These, you know, it's so much fun because these are two of the more unusual home fields when it comes to finding those subtle ways to create an advantage. Like with Miami, the fact that they put the visitors in the sun because of the way the, you know, the stadium is kind of set up where the Dolphins have shade, but the opponents don't. And so they get to bake a little bit more uh, on those hot Miami days. I love and that's that. fun. Yeah, meanwhile, uh, in Foxborough, they're just subtle things in terms of, like, noise and what they do, like, whenever it rains and things like that. So it it is something where both teams find those subtle ways to uh, create home field advantage. And sometimes it very much works. I don't know if it will in this spot, but definitely the more I look at this, uh, slightly juice to the Patriots plus 2.5, total 47.5. 
Seems like a slightly lower total than I was expecting. Uh, I might jump on the over here if Miami really does have the best offense, that they could just go off. And, uh, you know, maybe it's, you know, a Jalen Waddle day where he's the one who gets 120, 140 receiving yards. I don't know. But this just feels like a really, really good teaser leg, and I might pounce on that right now. Okay. Yeah, that that makes sense to me. Uh, It's not because of him, because the numbers have not been crazy, but Tua has not lost to the Patriots. 4-0 Four and mm. in his uh four career starts, but the numbers haven't been nuts. But uh, yeah, so some something we're taking a look at, and the offense has certainly changed over the last year. It is a different beast <laughs> now with McDaniel, Tyreek, and Waddle. Yeah, for sure, definitely. Uh, one more to get to. Uh, the Browns they were one point favorites against the Steelers, and now it's at one and a half. I get that the Steelers came off of play of playing maybe the best team in the NFC, but there's a lot more reason for optimism if you're a Browns fan than if you're a Steelers fan, just because of how well that Cleveland defense played. But we haven't talked a whole lot about Deshaun Watson. Boy, there were some bad throws he made. And if that mm-hmm. persists and his arm just isn't going to be back to form, then there is an obvious ceiling for what this Browns offense can do, Joe. Okay, so uh, we've got Pittsburgh at home again, and this this Steelers defense knows you're going to run the football. In a desperate spot, now you're a dog. You go from minus one, it reopens as a pick, and now it's Cleveland minus one and a half. There's like, I don't know if there's a sentiment that the Browns are real. I mean, the defense is. I have questions about the offense. It's still about their run game. Yeah, give me the Steelers here. I, I like this. I like the Steelers. I, I hope it continues to move. Yeah, I thought the same. I was on the Steelers last week, but maybe this is the spot to not give up on them. And even mm-hmm. Jason LaConfora was like, Mike Tomlin, he's going to do a padded practice. Doesn't it feel like a spot <laughs> where this will be a very motivated Steelers team? And Deshaun yeah. Watson decided, you know what? I'm not going to pass the ball. I'm going to use my legs. Like, if that continues, he's going to get injured. It's just going to be rough for the Browns. They were very impressive, don't get me wrong, but also their defense is really good the run game so I don't know I think this is a spot for the Steelers as underdogs and hopefully we do get more value and some more line movement as the week goes on well it's as you speak twos are popping everywhere so it's Mm. continued fine by me hopefully it'll get to teaser yeah keep going keep going exactly yeah I'm, I'm with you there like you know another possible teaser opportunity and look when it comes to the Steelers' defense, like, it's really hard to evaluate them because, again, they, they dealt with some short fields. And, look, Brandon Ayuk went nuts, and Christian McCaffrey went nuts. And I wonder if a lot of that was just the unexpected nature of this Niners' offense to where it was just tough to game plan for. Now you're getting a Browns team that you are a good bit more familiar with, and that should at least help the cause of us getting a truer evaluation of what the Steelers' defense really can be. Yep. Yep, no doubt. Uh, can here's one I'm dying to talk about. I, I want to make sure we hit this. We want to talk about some overreaction here. Detroit extra prep time after the Thursday night upset against Seattle. Completely lays an egg yesterday against the Rams. Both, oh, last man. week this was Detroit minus three. Right now it's five and a half, guys. I mean this is wow. wild. Five and a half. Go ahead, take your Lions. 
Give me the Seahawks. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. This is this tough. Can go higher? I do love uh, No. Oh, my God. This total's 50 and a half, though. Oh, it's like, 51s. It's 51s out there. Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing there? Okay. <laughs> that doesn't. Yeah, what are we doing there? What because, are we doing? like, if you think the Seahawks, like, if you really believe they're five and a half points worse than Detroit, doesn't this game scream under? Yeah. How are the Seahawks? Because they just can't score with Geno? Yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Goff versus Geno. Yeah. 51, I say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, thank you. Dude, I need no, to bet that now. <laughs> I. I don't see it getting past that. That's I think it'll awful. come back down. Yeah. I only see one book with yeah. 51. Will this get mm. to six? All the Detroit love out there. Or is it too much already? Uh, I don't too think much. there's enough. <laughs> I, 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 I think you pounce oh. in the five and a half knowing full well that you'll get CLV. Are you prepared for a week of uh, Aaron Lyons alt lines in this one? That's what we're going to get. Yeah, I let, can me, already tell. let me do an alt line. Good idea. I, I don't have a stomach for that. <laughs> I do not have the stomach for that. Listen, not I told you guys the Rams were going to be good this season, and you laughed at me. <laughs> yes, and I will continue. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be yeah, bad. Maybe the Seahawks are even worse. I don't know. That, 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 that division bet looks bad, sure. But, yeah, I'll continue to laugh. <laughs> All right. Ooh, laugh that, until that January. Adjustment, It'll be just fine. <clears throat> that adjustment will be interesting on the NFC West that we get after one week when the Seahawks look so bad and in the I almost said Giants and the uh, Niners look so good. I wonder what sort of adjustment we're going to get there. I don't know. Uh, you guys want a little trivia question? As far mm -hmm. as uh, looking at Sunday performances, which quarterback led in completion percentage over expected? I saw the worst. I didn't see the yeah, best. The worst. Yeah. Oh man. The best. And of course, I pose it as a trivia question Tua? because no one will get it. No. No. So. Oh, so it's not Tua. Mm -mm. Came from a, a quarterback who won. It was. Uh, it was for a team we haven't talked about yet. I don't think Stafford. So. No. no? Jimmy Garoppolo oh, Jimmy. led Sunday quarterback. Oh, oh yeah, the right. We didn't even talk about Raiders Broncos. Wow. Metrics, darling. No, we have yeah. not. Sean Payton started Another. with an onside kick, and it all went downhill from there. Yep. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Love to yeah, see it. Uh, yeah, Jacoby Myers turned into a valuable asset. Nine receptions of 10 targets, 81 yards, two touchdowns, passer rating of 140 when targeted. They found the DB to pick on, and the Broncos' secondary is going to be a problem for them. Maybe Denver's going to have the worst record. If, uh, if, the, if the Bills lose tonight, that number's going to be 10 against the Raiders. That'll be an interesting conversation. Yeah, exactly. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, our lightning bets, our favorite plays for the night right here on the BetQL Network.